Welcome to COMC Office Hours, a production of the College of Media and Communication at Texas Tech University. Each episode, current students will host conversations about the communication industry, post-grad life, and all the things you wish you had asked in office hours. This is a place for current students, industry professionals, and faculty to connect as we explore what it's like to take a leap into any industry, anywhere. What's up, guys? I'm here today with my good friend Brenna, and this is this week's episode of Office Hours. Who are you? I'm Ben. Who are you? (laughs) Okay, well, uh, today we're continuing the TikTok conversation. One of the first episodes that we published was kind of the ins and outs of how the TikTok app works, and today we're being joined by Allie Holdridge, who actually works in a sales role at TikTok in Austin. Exactly. So with this double feature podcast, you have a TikTok expert, James Hodgins, that can kind of explain to you the pros of TikTok. And we have insider information for this exciting episode. So we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah. And I'll say Ben sounds genuinely excited and he's already heard the episode. So that's promising. That's a good sign. And I'd just like to say, we love you, James. Thanks, James. James is our editor, in case you haven't picked that up. Oh, excuse me. Executive producer. Yeah, get it right. I'm sorry. Editor. I'm so unprofessional. In case y'all haven't picked that up in previous episodes where we say, sorry, James. Thanks, James. Yeah, actually, yeah, we should give a good shout out to James because he does have to edit out a lot of dumb things that I do say without thinking. Um, because sometimes it's hard to think when you talk because, you know, you're taught to think before you talk, but on a podcast that defeats the purpose. So thank you, James. We appreciate everything you do. Yeah. And, um, he is really responsible for sifting through all the, like, just blah that we say and really finding, finding the good stuff for y'all. So exactly. Anyway, thank you, James, and thank you, listeners. Everyone have a fantastic week. Our guest today is Allie Holdridge. Allie graduated from Texas Tech University in 2015 with a degree in electronic media and communication, which is now our creative media industries program. Some of her undergraduate experiences and internships include um, a production manager intern with Live Nation, the concert series, um, and internships with Demand Media, Respect respect magazine and the uh, designers group salon she was also a writing intern for appspire before joining the texture media team after her graduation ali spent three years as a strategic account manager and sales planner with zillow before joining tiktok's team as a brand partnerships manager so, Ali, where are you based right now? Are you uh, based in Austin at the moment? I am. So, I am in Austin. Um, so, it's home for me. But I was in San Francisco um, for the last two and a half years or so and then relocated when COVID hit. Did you like living in San Francisco? It's a little bit different out there. I mean, it was a really good experience. San Francisco is beautiful. I don't think I could live out there long term, um, but I'm glad I did it. I got the whole experience living out there. 
Um, you know, city life, Bay Area, Silicon Valley. I felt like I got it all. Um, but now I'm now I'm happy to be home. So at Tech, you were an electronic media and communication major, EMC, which is now called Creative Media Industries or CMI. And aside from your production experience with Live Nation, you really went the sales and marketing route with that rather than like creative content production. So did you always know that that was the direction you wanted to go? How did you figure that out? Yeah, so no, it it wasn't always the plan. I, in high school and just my, really my whole young adult life, I always wanted to be a writer uh, or some sort of journalist or like a correspondent, strategist, something like that. And then at the same time, I always had a really great passion for live music. So going into college and being at tech, I kind of thought, I'm going to, you know, learn how to film videos so I can go out there and interview famous musicians and blog about it. And that's going to be my thing. But uh, I think once I graduated, I started gravitating towards sales because I kind of realized how valuable it is to be able to monetize your creativity and how important that is when you're establishing a career. So I kind of, you know, I'm kept the creativity, but kind of pushed it in our sales sales route. TikTok did go from a dancing app to what it is now. Uh, do you have any inside scoop on that and just kind of that transition period, I guess you could say? Yeah, I mean, dancing is still really fun and part of the platform. I think any sort of like challenge or anything that sparks like user participation is always like really popular so I think they're still dancing it's maybe just in a in a different way um you know some of the trends that come up are more like dance focused but yeah it's definitely more diverse now as like you know all ages are on the platform new types of you know all sorts of people are on TikTok and um the content has just gotten super diverse So you are a brand partnerships manager, and for those of us who are not yet in the media industry yet, um, you might not know what that position entails at such a huge uh, media platform. And so could you dive into what that role looks like? Yeah, so... Pretty much anytime you see a title at a company, um, particularly in like digital media or tech or social, um, anyone that has a title of partnerships is always going to be in a sales focused role um, for the most part. So what I do is just, you know, every brand, no matter like how big or small they are, if they're just a small business or, you know, a massive like Fortune 500 business, they have some sort of digital presence um, and if they don't they should um, but you know it can most brands are on social media from a organic standpoint so you know they have a Facebook account or they have an Instagram page but they're you know they may not be as clear on on how to advertise themselves on social media so I'm really kind of helping brands figure out the best way to advertise themselves on TikTok 
and then um, set them up for success. So my main function is just to make a really like daunting, complex task really easy and fun and um, just kind of guide them all the way all the way through it. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like two prongs. I'm a big part of my job is also identifying new brands to partner with TikTok. So brands that might not be on TikTok or they're not sure how to do TikTok. So I'm very much like a a guide through the whole process for, for brands. So I just kind of have a little question to hang off that. Um, how does that relationship tend to work? Do you seek them out or do they come to you looking for help? Who usually makes kind of that first move? It's a little bit of both. I mean, I anytime I see, so I, I kind of focus in the fast food restaurant and then um, the fitness space. So brands okay. in both of those areas. So, you know, I love if I discover like, or I see a commercial on TV for a fast food brand that's doing something really cool and I know they're not on TikTok, I will reach out to them and and just try to make them aware of the opportunity and uh, the success that's waiting for them on TikTok. Uh, that reminds me of Burger King. They have a savage account. I forget which platform it's on, though. Yeah, have you seen uh, the Burger King commercial that they started airing? Uh, that uses like TikTok sounds, but it's on a like traditional commercial. I love it. Um, the Applebee's, Applebee's, um, they're big on TikTok. I've seen a lot of jingles. I feel like how Wendy's was kind of dominating Twitter with their edgy tweets where they'd like go after McDonald's and different brands, just roasting them on the internet. Um, they gained a lot of popularity and I guess like other brands are just doing that on this new platform. Other brands like Applebee's and Burger King are using TikTok. Yeah, there's lots of opportunity. I think there's really not a brand that can't find a place on TikTok. So it's a really fun, fun role. I get to do a lot of really fun outreach and, um, I just try to make it fun. You know, we want, um, TikTok such a fun platform that, when I'm talking to brands, I, I try to keep it fun and entertaining. So is your role at TikTok now pretty similar to what you did at Zillow previously? Or were there new things you had to learn when you joined the TikTok team? So kind of same idea when I was at Zillow. Zillow, uh, I was also kind of in a partnerships role where I was working with specific um completely different industries, but specific um, brands and accounts and just kind of helping them find the best way to uh, take advantage of a platform like Zillow. So same concept, but, and I also was working with like digital advertising products. So overall, like same uh, idea, same type of role, just like different day to day because, you know, different platform, but yeah, so I've always kind of, after graduating, just kind of found myself in um, these types of roles. So, you know, there's lots of different titles out there, but I always just really enjoyed helping brands figure out how to navigate 
the digital world because it can be confusing and there's a, a lot of different ways to, to uh, market yourself. So you've worked at several more household name organizations since graduating. And for those of us who have not entered the industry yet, we're about to graduate. How did you get a read on company culture at these different organizations before you joined their team? I, anyone job hunting and what I've done in the past is just do a lot of research. Um, Pretty much any company will make their values or their mission statement public. And if it's not public, it's something, you know, you can always ask for if you're um, considering applying or are applying at a company. And it's always a really good indication of what it's going to be like to work there, what the environment is like and what's important to the company. Um, so that's something I did with every company that I've, I've worked at and really familiarized myself with um, each kind of pillar of, of their um, mission statement and, and what they value. So don't be afraid to like LinkedIn research, LinkedIn stock, like just, you know, there's so much information out there and um, it's usually a really good indicator of what it would be like to work there. So what factors do you usually look for when you're doing a lot of research? So I, you know, I try to find like a personal um, alignment with myself and the company. I mean, at Zillow, it was really easy to do that because at the end of the day, like the overarching mission was helping people find a place to live and making that really simple. And um, I had a lot of weird moves as a child that I I saw some personal um, alignment with when I was considering working there. And then um, at TikTok, you know, one of their main um, kind of pillars is just sparking joy and uh, making the platform a really fun, enjoyable um, experience. And, And that was something that resonated with me as well. So what is one of the most exciting projects you've gotten to work on? Oh, man, that's a good question. So I've done a lot of really fun projects and gotten to work with some really cool, like up and coming um, brands and companies. But something that I'm working on with one of my teammates at um, TikTok is just coming up with kind of a a educational program to help brands create content for TikTok. Um, So it's kind of like a workshop that we're working on. And I'm just super excited to kind of put my creative um, teaching hat on and just get some brands really excited and fired up about TikTok. So that's something that I'm like actively doing now and um, it's going to kick off pretty soon. So I'm I'm super pumped for that. I'm not fishing for like a sneak peek of your workshop, but what are some of the things you try to drive home with brands that you work with? Yeah, so what we're going to do is just talk about kind of like how to speak the TikTok language, how to like establish your um, brand voice and um, kind of find your niche on, or your niche on um, TikTok. And it's really going to be uh, kind of like storyboarding, actually coming up with the concept um, with brands. And we're going to pull in um, a lot of um, 
some of our team that really works more day-to-day -day with TikTok creators and um, kind of manages uh, relationships with uh, people who are professional creators for TikTok. So can't say a lot of specifics, but it's, it's really like, honestly, I'm gonna pull a lot of the experience that I had in some of my classes at Tech, um, you know, some of the more like digital storytelling um, classes is definitely gonna come to play. So if a brand comes to you and what they're doing isn't working, their brand voice isn't clear, and let's say they just don't have a very high level of engagement either, what advice do you usually give them or how do you try to help them? Like, how would you go about doing that? A lot of it is testing and learning. Um, it's something that's, that's really big. You know, you have to um, be able to experiment and, and adapt and um, figure out what's working. But TikTok is such a fun platform because like anybody can go viral on TikTok, like all types of people have gone viral on TikTok. And, um, you know, there's so many ways you can uh, use the platform. So I always encourage people to just be real and authentic and don't overthink it. I mean, if something didn't get a lot of views, just keep posting. Like, you know, we tell brands just like, post multiple times a week um, and just find what works and read the comments. Those are always really telling. Um, people will always kind of um, speak up in the comments. Um, so that's, that's something that always gives a lot of insight. Yeah. Speaking of your production skills, um, what skills did you gain in undergrad that prepared you for your current role um, or even just your first role out of um, after graduation? So I a had a lot of really helpful experiences at Tech and in the College of Media and Communication. I think all of us are and were really lucky to have like professors that were so um, accessible and we, you know, you're, everyone is so approachable, but um, one thing that I did in my undergrad career at Tech was I volunteered at The Hub. So it's a student kind of publication. Um, I believe it's still there, right? They're still going? Yeah. Um, so I volunteered at The Hub, which was a lot of fun. And I I think I, for a short time period, had a, like a series going where I posted a playlist every Friday and like wrote about it. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I think back, those were some of my first experiences, like sitting in a room of people where we were all like working towards the same goal of a successful publication and getting exposed to people who had um, different opinions or, um, you know, different skills than I had and like, you know, just being exposed to working with different types of people. And then it was also the first time that I learned how to really um, pitch myself and pitch something that I'm passionate about. So I kind of took all of that. And then once I found myself like sitting in a conference room at my first undergrad or my first postgrad um, job, I kind of took some of that uh, you know, the ability to like adapt and learn how to work with different types of people is a really important skill. And just like being able to know when to compromise and how to compromise and 
especially when you're in a group of people who are in different roles, different teams, have different goals or whatever it may be. I think if if I hadn't have had that experience at the hub, it, it would have been a lot rockier once I got out of school. Yeah, so one thing that it seems we've been picking up from our guests is um, less than like what concrete skills and softwares you're able to use. Um, a big thing is just being able to work with people. If you can't work with people, then it's not really going to matter what concrete skills you've got. It's so important. So theoretically, if Ben and I were to try to join your team at TikTok, what skills do you think it would be important for us to have? What skills would you be looking for on potential new teammates, um, especially coming from people like us who are straight out of undergrad looking to enter a similar industry? Something that's really important is to just have a builder mindset. And what I mean by that is like looking for any opportunity to make something better. So, you know, if if you have a class or a lecture at tech and you see there's a problem or people aren't able, students aren't able to like give feedback or I don't know, whatever it is, um, just try to find any opportunity where you can kind of provide value and and um, feedback on, on making something better and just don't be afraid to do it. Um, that's something that I think really helps you stand out once you launch your professional career. And yeah, just being very active and not being afraid to stand up and share your opinion. This has been COMC Office Hours, a student-led production of the College of Media and Communication at Texas Tech University. We hope this podcast helps you explore the opportunities found in our college, stay up to date on the ever-changing communication industry, and make the transition from Lubbock into any industry, anywhere. Guns up and Reckham Tech.